All right, all right, Reject fans. Thank you for joining us today. It is a Rejects in the Booth day. Yes, right. Rejects in the Booth is our sports show. We're going to talk about some heavy stuff. Now, I can't talk about sports stuff by myself. I got to have my big dogs with me. SG3, say what's up. It's going to be back, guys. It's me. It's me. It's SG3. Coming back to y'all live, man. I miss every single one of y'all. appreciate you guys. For taking the time to let me do my thing, man. I had some family business. I appreciate you all for, you know, for, for the for the Kang words, man. I listen. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all very, very much. Now, let me give it to the man over here who who is more hair than man. Next, <laughs> go ahead, man. Kick it off, brother. I like that intro. <laughs> yeah, what's going on, guys? We got a hell of a sports <laughs> crap to talk. We got a hell of a shit to be said. We got hell of bull crap to talk about. We got a hell of a, ah, oh, just hell of a stressful environment for a lot of uh, sport fans out there. I think Agreed. so. Agreed. Uh, we got a lot to we got a lot to lay it out. We got a platform to get it all out on. So let's get into it, man. Let's go. All right, guys. So first things on the schedule board today: UFC 264 aftermath. Now, after this, we just got a hit with the Dustin Poirier, of course, versus Conor McGregor three, the trilogy fight. What a crazy ending. Now, I know for a fact none of us anticipated this type of ending. We all figured it was either going to, one, last all three rounds, two, uh, somebody going to get knocked out. Well, actually, three rounds. I think it was five rounds. I apologize. I, I was hoping for... Yeah, yeah. it was going to go five rounds. My bad. Uh, yeah, mistakenly, five, five rounds. It was five-minute, five-minute rounds, and yet it lasted just one round, and everything was all over. So one complete round. You know, uh, let's put it this way. First thing I got to say is, I don't know what it was, but afterwards, McGregor wants to get there and admit that he had stretch fractures in his leg before the fight. Now, all of a sudden, Nevada Athletic Commission is stating that they're going to look into this and that there could be some possible fines, some possible penalties for Dana, McGregor, and anyone else who promoted this and decided to keep all these injuries, if there were any, from the actual commission in order for him to fight. Now, is that, to me, in essence of what happened? SG3, my question would be, is is this real or is that fake news pertaining to McGregor of his legacy, per se? Well, dude, I mean, at this point, if you're going to go after McGregor in the UFC, I mean, I know it's a different sport, but... Didn't it just get revealed that Tom Brady was playing all last season with the torn MCL? Yeah. Yeah. Well, allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Exactly. Allegedly. Yeah. So so at this point, if you're going to be dishing out the, uh, out the disrespect from McGregor and stuff like that, where where's the equal stuff? Like I said, I know it's a different sport. Believe me, man. I 100% get it. Right. But though... Where are we gonna see? Are we gonna see? Let's put it. Because we just reveal the fact that Brady did play with the torn MCL, then my question is: Are they gonna do something about it? Right. Um, at this point, though, I like the fact that the commission's actually going after Dana. Yeah. Because Dana's got deep pockets. That's right. the way you hurt Dana. You hurt him in the pockets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like you, it, it's all depending on where they want to go. I do see. I do say they're trying to make a let's see a statement pertaining to this. Because it's McGregor, because it's Dana, they want to make a statement. Like we already had all these type of issues between Dana coming after Nevada, uh, their commission and whatnot. So I think this is going to be a battle. It's going to be looking forward to. But I mean, what does it do to the trilogy fight? Does it just does it affect it in some type of way, shape, or form? Does it? Do they count the fight now? Or are they going to look into that? Like, what do you think, Zach? I mean, 
I don't know. Like, it's weird. I definitely, I hate to say it, but it's got to count. It's got to count because they went a whole round. You know, I mean, keep in mind, if I don't, I mean, it could have happened like seconds earlier in the fight, and like, I guess it doesn't count, but I'm right. Like, there's that thin line of where it doesn't, doesn't count, I think. So. I would say it counts because they did go that whole round. Yes. And, I mean, it it was only like a two-point fight, technically, right? It was 10 to 8, I think. Give it to, yeah, scored exactly. At the end of scoring and they were it to round. Dustin. So, I say it was a fair fight up until that accident. And accidents happen, and that's just sports in general. I mean. Just the way it is. That's just the way the cookie crumbles, I say. And, li- and literally, that's how his ankle crumbled. I literally saw some videos that they showed about, and they actually showed the part where... McGregor kicks Dustin in the back thigh, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden you see the ankle extend more and move awkwardly than it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So that was the first in- inclination that it was basically messed up and it had broke right there. So as soon as he stood on his feet, did a step back, it just crumbled. So it- it's it's all it's all relative to figure out when they're actually going to say what was the major issue, should they even bother with the fight or anything. But my point is, you, you were in the octagon, you fought the guy, like you just said, Zach, mm-hmm. you know, you lasted that almost the whole round, and that happened. So it's yeah. the same thing what happened with freaking uh, Weidman. Yeah. Is it check? Do you, is that going to take away the win? No, it's going to yeah. count. Yeah, so, yes, it has to count. It, it is what it is. But all in all, we'll see what happens, McGregor. I mean, but here, hold on, wait. Here, here's, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing. I'm trying to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. But this is something to know that Dana, that Dana knew that Connor was having leg problems. Mm-hmm. So now at this point, it's wait. When it happened to Silva and and and, and Whiteman, yes. Silva didn't come out saying I had I had leg problems. I had like a broken ankle. I had something. It just it happened. Right. When it happened to Weidman, again, we didn't there's nothing that's heard about it. Like you don't hear like this stuff coming out. Right. But at this point though, this is if you think about it, this is the this is the third fighter with the same issue. Yeah. Under Dana under, under Dana White. Yeah. So my question is, uh, is he hiding something now? Is this basically that what like, did he has like, bad doctors? Like, Dude, you have to like you have to fight now because like I already got everything for you. Like you can't back out of me. I can't bring anyone here like within an that's hour. That's true, right? I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's I a good that, question. Like, that's a good I, question, SG three. Because I mean, it's it's just it, exactly. I don't have anybody else to fight in. Now I need you to substitute. We promoted this fight. We did all this stuff or whatever. It's money. You know what I mean? It comes down to money. I guess the big question is, and the big statement at the end of the day is, it comes down to money. How much money can I make off of you as a fighter and how much I put into it? And I think Khabib kind of said it perfect, perfectively when he did his interview. Like, yeah, UFC promotes these guys. He juices them out as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And once they have a, no more juice, then UFC is done with them. Right? Yeah. So I guess that's the big thing. At the moment right now, McGregor still has juice behind him for his namesake, for his character's sake. So it's like they're just using as much as they can out of him. And at the moment right now, in my opinion, I think he's done as a fighter. I think he's done as a fighter. You 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 come out strong as this angry, talkative, talk trash type of fighter. You reach your peak, and then all of a sudden, you now become this happy-go-lucky guy after your humble loss. With Mayweather and all yeah. that type of stuff, whatever. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden you revert yourself back into being this angry guy again against the same fighter you just fought happily. Yeah. And you, like you're lost, man. Okay, you're would done. you say he's done in the UFC or boxing? 
I think he's done UFC. That's what I mean. No, like, I think he's done a UFC. Okay. If he decides to do all these like mm-hmm. celebrity fights, like these YouTubers and yeah, stuff like that, that dumb crap, yeah. then you know he's gonna make money there. Yeah. It's gonna cause controversy because he has the mouth. He has yeah. the character. Of course. So mm-hmm. I think that's the, in my opinion. I'm sorry to say, but that's gonna be his bread and butter now. Right. He's gonna yeah. go on that round. So. But you're saying professional is like professionally in MMA. He's yeah. Done. In MMA. No way. Okay. He's okay. not gonna last. He's done. He's you're done. He's right done. there. That's said and done. Yes. He's that's over. it, Tony the Kid. Yeah. Conor McGregor. He's over. Sorry, man. And I think. I know why I think after this fight, for me, was going to tell the tale of how Conor was going to go forward in MMA. I agree with that, I, too. I said it from the get-go when this, start, when this fight was announced and when it got into it. This fight was going to determine, to me, if him going forward in MMA. Mm-hmm. If he would have lost this fight by a knockout or anything like that, he's done with. If he would have lasted all five rounds of one by decision... That tells me he still has the heart to kind of keep pushing forward. Yeah. But again, it's not all there like he was before. So mm-hmm. that's that's why he's done, in my opinion. I think he's done. Yeah. But now on the uh, flip side of it, besides Connor, Dustin Poirier, oh. another win in the book, Man. right? He still doesn't. He still look at the top of his game. He's still a top contender. I think he's ready for a title fight. I think he is ready to fight against Oliveira. And are you guys down with that? That's your three. Right. He deserves it. Yeah, hell yeah! I give it a hell yeah, definitely. I Dustin looks freaking good, man. He's in his in his prime wise. At the moment, like, yeah, exactly. he's he still looks, at that peak. He looks pretty freaking fit. He looks in the zone. He looks focused when he's in the octagon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even not against like uh, Connor. Like he's putting in work, man. Yeah. So I mean, a title, yeah, shit. I I wouldn't I wouldn't complain. I'd love to see it, right? Yeah, because I, I think at this point right now, Oliveira has an like he does. He has nobody to face now. Nobody's announced to face him just yet for mm-hmm. the title. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe they have anybody else coming up. For the title, like for right. an interim fight or anything like that. So, in my in my opinion, you guys, I think Dustin is primed and ready for that going forward. Even especially after this fight, he can have a nice little vacation, whatnot, for like a good month and a half. Get back in the training and then let them announce the fight for yeah, for them both. Exactly, he's ready. He's prime. He's ready to go. He's and, he's and not same all- thing for the champ. The champ gets to hold on to his t- title for a month or so. Right, get back then, in the training books or whatever, and mm-hmm. then get up for a nice little fight. So That'd I think nice. I think they, I think they're both ready. So I would yeah. like to see that, you guys, definitely Mexico for sure. Mexico versus USA. Yeah, but <laughs> no Brazil. Oh, he's Brazilian. Right? Brazil. Brazil. He's he from Brazil. Brazil. He is Brazil. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so now. WWE, UFC, and let's say that's the honor. Now, and all this uh, three fight announcement happened with 266. A lot of changes going forward. You guys want to put it out there? UFC pushes Jan Blagojevich or whatever his name is. I forgot his name. The champion, John, Jan, or whatever. His title fight against Glover, Tuxeria, or something like that, whatever the other guy's name is. They pushed his fight. Their fight for that was originally set for 266 in September. They pushed their fight to Fight Island on October 30th, 2021, of course, you guys, to yeah. UFC 267. So that fight is moved. So now, taking that place in UFC 266, is now announced that Alexander will defend his title against Ortega, which I think is going to be a nice fight going I forward. Think so. I think I know for my opinion, I want to go for Ortega on this one. Gotta go for Mexico again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I got back up Mexico. I think I think Ortega could win. He's I, primed. Up. I would, He's good. I would He's... give him my more favorited win too. I just don't think that uh, 
Uh, I, Alexander? Okay, we'll go with Alexander. Yeah, I'll, there you I'll go. I'll butcher the other name. But yeah, yeah, Alexander is definitely going to put up a fight. I mean, he definitely seems like he's ready. They, he, they, yeah, that's going to be They look fight. good. I yeah, think they're both, they both, yeah. It's going to make an interesting fight because of the fact that they're both at their peak and mm-hmm. they're fighting each other right now yeah. at the moment. So I think it's going to be good. As long as nothing happens within the camp, this is going to be good. Yeah. So that's going to be a good setup. That's a good main event replacement. Then on the co-main event, you got Shevchenko versus Murphy. Obviously, of course, in my opinion, Shevchenko's going to take it. You know, she's going to defend her title. She looked great last fight, and I think she's gonna, she's she's great. She's in her prime for herself, too. Give me that. I'll give it Third that. one going up with that one. They announced also two as well. Diaz, the return. Nick Diaz, the big bro to Nate, is coming back to the octagon. He will be facing Robbie Lawler. It will be their second fight against each other. Uh, and it's going to be a five-minute, five-round type of fight. So look to see something interesting with these two fighters because the last fight they had was interesting. Man. I mean, I think Nick, if I'm not mistaken, Nick won that last fight. So. Nick Diaz has been drinking a lot of beer, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's been smoking a lot of weed, too. It's all good. It's all right. You know, that's all. I mean, that's all the UFC stuff I got for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Now, going on to soccer stuff, I do want to leave the floor to SG3 because nobody else could do soccer news yeah. like big man SG3. So, SG3, you got the floor, man. What's up in soccer? I can finally... Finally, preach it. Finally, preach I it. Can say it. Messi has finally won with Argentina. Woo! He did. Oh my goodness! Hey, hey. Hey. It's over. He did. Uh, I'm gonna quote a movie. The movie is Infinity War. The line is Thanos. All things are balanced, as it should be. <laughs> that's good that's a good line that's a good line oh, man. honestly man oh man I was happy man Messi you know what Argentina's my team you've been leading me you've been letting me down for many years my friend finally though you did what critics said you couldn't do the big one got to you now I I think honestly it doesn't matter anymore for trophy wise uh, whether it goes down between Ronaldo and Messi whoever wins the World Cup championship it's, it's over the, the argument is done you know, it's that's that's your goal of this era. He yeah. did, yeah, he, yeah. He closed the book on that. I agree. He, he closed the book. Him, that's great. He's up Honestly. there. He's up there with one of the t- t- yes, yes, mm-hmm. couple of the greats. Um, so, uh, other news: Barcelona has so far verbally resigned. Um, has so far verbally resigned Messi to a five-year deal, fifty percent less wage than what he was making in his last contract. Right. Mm. Damn. So a lot of people are probably sitting here saying, wondering why did they do that SG three? I'm glad you guys asked that question. <laughs> so basically the main reason why they actually did that is because the league is actually giving them player salaries this year and actually want the teams to have a kind of like a salary cap. So as long right. as you're not like too high in the salary cap, the league is gonna approve it. But even the league has said, We get it, it's messy. We get the fact that he's good for the league. Like, a lot of people love him in the league. He's cultural. But at the right. same time, if you guys just couldn't get a contract that worked with our laws or with our rules in regards to wages, bye. He, he had to go. So, finally, they, got it, they finally talked it down. So far, though, it looks like it's so far so green light. I haven't heard any. I haven't really read anything about it. Yeah. But so far, it's okay. Um, so far, also, another news, transfer news. So, my people out there, transfer news. Uh, Barcelona's looking mm. to go with uh, trading Antoine Griezmann. Back to his club of Atletico Madrid for Coque. So, I don't know how I feel about that trade. 
Uh, currently, right now, you have the Gold Cup. Mexico opened up the Gold Cup. They tied 0-0. They just won their last game. And right now, they are fighting against El Salvador, I think, either tomorrow or Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, for first place of that group, USA is just okay. destroying, man. They're killing it. Congrats to the USA. I don't know if, the, I don't know if they want... I don't know if maybe they want the USA to win this cup, but hey, they're they're, they're quietly but shortly, slurs, quietly but shortly making their way. Yeah, yeah, they are. To, to Dude, they just destroy the team six <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So hey, I'm more power to them, and it's all good. Um, now we're gonna go to Europe one more time. You know me, I bounce back and forth. I go all, all over the place, man. <laughs> Going back to Europe one more time. UEFA, uh, the UEFA Continental Cup finally has come to an end. I'm sorry, my England fans, but the cup is coming to Rome. Game ended with the penalty shootout. It actually went um, three to two, and the last three penalty kicker, kickers of England missed. And basically, that was that was it. That was all she wrote. England lost in the final. I actually had them winning. I'm not going to deny. It. I actually had them winning. They England, had a very yeah, striker, very young squad. And unfortunately, though, man, the Italians, Italians, they, they <laughs> the Italians, they, they they I didn't think they were going to win, honestly. But they did. El Asuri, <laughs> El Asuri, sick. Uh, but uh, you know what, man? This this is just a quick little thing, though, man. You know what? My thing is this. I get the fact that there's a lot of people out there who are passionate about the game, who are passionate about the team, who yeah. are passionate about what they about what they about who they cheer for on a day on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, yearly basis. Mm-hmm. You have to understand, though, man. You can't bring people's mm-hmm. race into sp- um, after after the after the England game. Three players who took the final penalties all all were black. They all got. Um, racially destroyed on social media. Yeah. One, of the reals, they did. one of the players was defaced with just racial slurs across it. Honestly, I get the fact that you were upset. I get the fact that you wanted to say, hey, it's been so many years. I mean, yeah, I, man, I'm an Argentina fan, and I get it. It's upsetting. But why do you have to attack somebody's, you know, their, their skin? Right. Like, their skin has nothing to do with what they play. That's right. Shoot, if you want to call, if you want to call them, if you want to call them two left foot, go ahead, man. Heck, there's a lot of people out there who say it. Yeah. But you shouldn't have to revert yourself as a fan to bring down people's race and to True. bring down their culture. Right. Just because, like I said, you're upset. Cool, I get it. Hey, man, everybody gets upset because your team didn't win. But at the same time, though, it's like you can't go sitting there and calling everybody just. This word and that word and doing this and doing that. It's not no because no. You, you carry your you carry your team on your sleeve. Right, exactly. It's, there, there's just things, man, that shouldn't be done, and and that's one of those things that shouldn't be done. Honestly, before you do something, think about what think about the consequences that you're doing to that person. Right. Because at the same time that you're pouring the hate, the love is going to come in. Exactly. Um, and by the way, I think that Mexico is going to keep getting more banned. Where they're not allowing more fans into their World Cup qualifying matches if they keep continuing continuously using the anti-gay slur that they have been using, it's actually been talked about maybe even Mexico not even going anymore into the World Cup wow. because of the fans saying the chant. Wow, that's crazy. Well, look, let's put it this way: in order for the fans to kind of get the hint as far as to you know sit back and relax, I, the, the team is going to have to be punished. And there's no way you can punish the fans if you cannot punish the team in order to give them understanding that this is for real. This means business. It's not about the actions that the fans are like are doing or have consequences. It's gonna get to this point, and if they have to do that, I 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on board with that. Like you cannot get away with that. Like as fans, we are just fans. There's a limit to us and our our talking to whatever you have to say to, in order for that to happen. There's a platform for that. Social media, get on it. Do all your distress from there. But again, at least this way, you're not in front of a person. You're not doing it at a freaking at the event or anything like that where things could badly happen. People could get injured and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's the bad part. So, it is what it is. And if that it comes down to them being punished, then so be it. That's your problem. That's your fault. Don't do it. So, well, there, there has been, there has been some speculation in regards to, like I said before, and I'll say it again. There has been speculation by some, by some um, analysts who are saying that maybe Mexico may not, may not even make the 2022 World Cup, but also if the chant continues, they may actually get pulled from hosting the 2026 World Cup. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. Well, if they so got to do like, it. They, I, and I, honestly, man, like, again, most people know I'm not a big fan of the Mexico squad. They, they know it. I'm not. I don't, I don't keep it quiet. But in regards to it, though, it's like, yo, as fans, you have to know the limit. As you just said, but you have to know the limit. And you know what? Um, you have to know the limit first. You secondly, though, you have to know that, you know, like your your words are going to cost your team. Right. So then at this point, it's like you can't sit here and say, dude, this player screwed up for me or this coach screwed it up for me or this screwed up for me. No, like, honestly, if you think about it, it's going to be I, I screwed it up for my team. That's true. So that's true. Yeah. It's like that's where it's like, okay, cool. Like where where do you sit down and you say, you know what? What can I what can I do and what can I not do? To go with you, man, if you want to go like on a on a verbal rant and not direct it to anybody, just go on a verbal rant, dude. The 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 the, the referee was absolutely he was foolish, he didn't know what he was doing, he, he got paid by the other club team. Whatever, yeah. cool, go right. for it, dude. I, I, I applaud that. I do I do it myself. Hey, I actually cussed my TV a couple times. But at the same time, though, man, if you're going to sit here and you're going to just try bashing the person while you're at the stadium and it's going to cost your team, you have to understand there is a moment and a time when to do it and when not to do it. And um, last but not least, I'm just going to just say one more thing in regards to soccer. Um, Dang it. I just had it on the tip of my tongue and I just lost it. Dang it. I forgot. (laughs) all right well yeah going on from that there's a little crazy incidents that's going on in soccer now kind of speaking in keeping in the craziness that's what happened we're gonna jump into nfl real quick because i know me and zach the mac kind of discussed this a little while ago but we want to kind of sit there and put out good vibes to richard sherman richard sherman we hope that you get healthy we hope that you get the help you need Whatever incident that happened at your father-in-law's house and all the, the recording that hit media, the the rest that you just received, all that type of stuff, you know, it's not looking good for you. Is it if it's because you know you're not the top player that you used to be? If it's because you're not you know on a good team no more like you were, you're not with the team or anything like that. You know, get help. Talk to people. I think this is that incident where he's crying out for help, and I think a lot of NFL players, those who are his friends, the teams, or anything like that, reach out to him and give him the help he needs because I think he needs it right now. That did not look, if you guys watched the video, it did not look good for him. You could d- definitely see that he was intoxicated. He was on something. something. It, it, he was on definitely something. And the rage that he had with it, it just didn't go right at all whatsoever. 
Now, I don't know the history between him and his family. I don't know the history between him and his father-in-law. But all I know is that his father-in-law, had he, he did, and it's reported, he did have a gun on him behind that door. And if I was the father-in-law, hmm. knowing any action like that, seeing my daughter's husband do an incident just the way he did it, I'm sorry, that trigger will be pressed. And it's bad to say we could have, you know, God forbid, you know, if any knock on wood, it doesn't happen. But right. we could at this moment now be saying rest in peace to Richard Sherman. You know what I mean? It's a bad yeah. incident that could have happened. I, I wish that it won't. And I, I pray that it won't. And I really hope that players can really give him the help he needs. I think he needs to talk to somebody. He needs to see some help and he needs to keep up with that and just find something peaceful for himself because he's always been an energetic type of player, always the type of person to speak his mind regardless of what's in it. He's always been that high blood guy. So I think right now everyone needs to give him some calmness. You know what I mean? Like give him some peace. Go go with Joakim Noah and hit the freaking, you know, climbing, the mountain rock, rock climbing and look at the earth and uh, be one of those nature guys for a little bit and kind of get a better understanding of your life right now. I think that's what he needs to look at himself in the mirror and really question what's going on. Because me as a father, I wouldn't want my kids to see anything like that. Me as a father-in-law, I wouldn't want my kid, my grandchildren to be seeing that, nor my daughter. And it just can go, it could have went a whole different way. And I just, you know, I definitely want to wish good vibes towards him. And hope that he gets the help he needs. Because that was a little crazy there. A little, little craziness. Especially before NFL. So, definitely want to put that out there. Now, anything else uh, pertaining to NFL, you guys? Anything you've heard on the streets? Zach the Mac, have you heard anything? Not, a, not, sick. not besides the whole Tom Brady thing uh, that oh, yeah, you brought up earlier. Yeah, the MCL. Playing on the uh, yeah torn MCL. I mean, if he did... That's impressive in my books. But I did mean, we really have to hear it now? <laughs> I mean, listen, I'll be true. honest. You know what I mean? No, do we true, really though. have to hear it right now? No, the relevancy is is the most annoying part. Thank you. You know, to bring right. it up. You know, it's the most annoying part is why I say this after. Or even going into the new season. Thank you. Like, the, and they said that he underwent surgery already or that he's, he's going to do surgery already? I think he did do some work on it before the season of Tampa. And he got... Got in camp just in time. No, okay, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But the incident after the New England where they didn't, I don't know, did they make it to the playoffs or they lost the playoffs? When he was in New England? Yeah, the last season. They lost. They lost, yeah, right? No, they no, lost they, in the playoffs. Yeah, they lost, they lost the playoffs. Times in the first round. There mm-hmm. you go. So yeah. I think it had happened where he cleaned it out after that and yeah. then before he, he got it back just in time to play, to face Tampa Bay or to be on Tampa Bay's team. So, again, really Really? <laughs> said really does your nigga. legend ha- does your legend status have to really add an extra thing on there? Another icing on the cake type of crap? <laughs> add it to the add it to the goat whiteboard. Right? right? Did it really need to be there? You know? I mean I don't know. If he did, all props to him. But again, you could have not said that before. He looks pretty healthy though. Thank you. That's what I said. He looked pretty good there. I don't know what it was. Yeah. He looked out of sync with his throwing in the beginning, but, mm-hmm. it, it, you yeah. know, it is what it was, the connection to the players. That's all it was. Yeah. I didn't do it as late. This is my opinion. What do you think, SG3? Do you think he, they had to do something like that? I, I stay quiet. <laughs> at this point, man, it's going to get blown up all over ESPN mm-hmm. with everyone. Oh, my goodness. He played. 
you know, he played this, he played that. And yeah, at first he was doing that. But then if you think about it, after the bye week, that's when they really started clicking. But what no one's going to sit here and say is yeah. that's when the penalties started coming in. That's, that's when true. the penalties against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers started going less. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, we're going to ignore all of that, right? Yeah, Those exactly. Is something out loud that I wasn't supposed to say? <laughs> I agree. No, I agree. That's that's a good question to say. All right. Well, we'll keep it off the NFL for right by, now. By the way, though, hold on. Wait. This go is ahead, for ahead. you, Tony the Kid. This huh? is for you. This is for me. This is for Macri, Zachary. This is for all my Chicago Bear fans out there. Do not forget. Start sending. Start a GoFundMe account for the Chicago Bears because Marcus, Rob, excuse me, Allen Robinson hits Probably either trade block or he doesn't get signed this week. Don't Ooh. forget, his franchise tag expires towards, I think, next week or at the end of the month. This man started. But Chicago has started. to do something in order to keep that boy. That man wants $20 million guaranteed. Oh, excuse me, $20 million per year. That, goodbye, I guess. We're going to say bye to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There's no GoFundMe. We're going to say bye to him. But the Bears cannot af- No, come on. I would, I yeah, I. That's what I'm I saying. don't blame him for wanting that. You right. know, he's a good player. Yes, uh, he's. I mean, I, I guess he's deserved it. Yeah, for the Bears. Okay, this yeah, for the, for the, yeah, exactly. He yeah. deserves it right now. Yeah. As far as stats concerned, if I if I'm gonna go with SUD on this, yeah. I think he is top three right now going into it. If I'm right. not mistaken, I'll give you that. Yeah, and the stat lines. Now I don't know stats particularly because I'm not a stat guy. But again, I think he is, his name is up there, at least not top three, at least top five mm-hmm. within the last season. And the fact that you had a quarterback that wasn't that great, that didn't throw very well, and for him to make his own catches in that, in that way, shape, or form, I, that's good. And the fact that now you're going to the next season where it's a rookie, you know, yeah. you don't, the question mark of how he plays is there. So it's really, I, again, I think he's, it's well deserved. He hasn't got injured like that. Let's put knock on wood. He doesn't yeah. anymore. Ever since he came with the Bears, he's been pretty good, been consistent, been reliable. The go-to guy, the one that makes the big plays. And why not pay him the money, Chicago? Why? Why so is it? Here, here's the thing. So here's the thing. So in regards to this, the Bears do have the option. They could actually tag him for one more season. However, though, if they tag him, it's going to cost them $22 million next season. Which is actually two million more than what they could actually have paid for him on an annual deal. Gotcha. So you have that option. Um, also, as well, since 2018, Robinson has been the Bears' most productive receiver despite playing with multiple quarterbacks over the last three seasons. There you he go. has 255 mm-hmm. receptions, 3,151 yards uh, receiving yards, and 17 touchdowns with the Bears. I think he, a man's worth it. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. I think he is worth it. That's correct. So. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying goodbye to him because I don't think the Bears are. This, they're stingy, bro. They're not going to call. They are some stingy, gonna, especially right gonna, now. The fact man. that they're moving stadiums, that they're trying to yeah. move. They're having a lot of. They're having a lot of issues with the. You know, it being in Chicago, and they want to move it out in the suburbs. Like, I don't know. In my opinion, I I would keep it in Chicago. That's just my opinion. That's true too. I would. You have a legacy. You have a a a, a, a fan base that do, really wants it. I mean, I get that you want the crowd. I get that you want more fans to attend. You want to make it expansion. But, like, literally, you can keep it in the same spot and just expand more. Get more land. Like, it's not like you can't buy more land or anything. Like, it doesn't make any but, sense. But the, but the thing is, though, that, hold on. Wait. More land. <laughs> if they keep it where, they, where it's at, though, I get you where you're saying to, you get more land. But at that point, though, now you're starting to limit parking spaces. 
Now you're starting to limit. Um, now you actually have to talk. Now, remember, they're sharing the field with the aquarium. They're sharing the field with the uh, with the planetarium. Got you. And, and yeah, they're, I mean, they're sharing the field with those two. So, I mean, remember, you can't, you can't, you can't, like, go go and cut onto their grass or onto their territory. It's <laughs> like, yo, they, we paid for this too. Right, So, right. I mean, I feel that that's what Chicago was like. We can't do much more with the stadium. True. Okay, I see so what you mean. So, I feel that that's where, like, Chicago just said, you know what, instead of just tearing down Soldier Field and then rebuilding it back up to basically right now our limited quarters that we have, right? let's go, let's go out where it's our own lot. We could do what we want with it and we could actually build it. And yeah. honestly, man, you know what? I wasn't a big fan of the move, but now as I think about it, it's actually going to do more for the community of Arlington Heights than what's than what so far it's done for Chicago. I can because, see that. And, and here's the thing. Here's why. So in Arlington Heights, I mean, the Atlanta Braves did this. When the Atlanta Braves moved a couple of years ago and they got their new stadium, they actually were bringing you know, uh, commercial to, to a small town. And that's what Chicago is doing right now. A lot of people are going to be coming out from, you know, from out of state or just from another town. And they go to Arlington Heights. Firstly, you're not worried about having to drive through that downtown Chicago traffic. That's number one. True. Number two, look at all the little shops around the area that are going to start booming. Three, real estate is really going to start growing like no tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, I can so, see I mean, that. I feel that it's, it's a good thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I, again, I get it, you know. A lot of people are like, dude, Chicago has been there since I was born. Chicago True. has done this. Chicago has done yeah. that. Yeah. But I see, though, I'm seeing it from both from both terms of the spectrum. I'm like, you know what? I see the fans' point of view, but I'm also seeing the management point of view where it's like, guys, we can't do anything else. And, I mean, honestly, Chicago is one of the smaller stadiums. It, it, it is. Back in 2003. Agreed. Right, exactly. I think that was one of the main the main things of them wanting to move was that was the big main thing that it's the one of the smallest stadiums if I'm if not the smallest I believe if I'm not mistaken of all NFL teams the attendance is not as much or a par as those of let's say Texas of course Dallas which LA. is the biggest I think if I'm not mistaken LA, or even New York New York yeah definitely or even Cali like now with the LA with the LA Rams mm-hmm. so I think that's one of the big things is why Chicago was looking and very intrigued at the idea of making a new stadium and moving at least staying in Illinois of course but gotcha. just switching it to a different location like you said, SG three making its own lot, creating its own section, and having more of a ownership of it to do what they want, type of thing. Which, really? like I said, makes sense. But again, like I said, I think a lot of fans are those, like you said, the old school ones, those that have been there forever, the legacy that comes with Soldier Stadium. I, I think that's where everyone's kind of like not adjusted to the change. But again, <laughs> I agree. I think it's best. Well, go ahead. It is a smaller stadium. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. There you go. See? So it's like with the smallest stadium, not enough crowds. It's the smallest? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So not enough money and not enough, you know, attraction. So I think that's a lot of reasons why they want to move back. And if I'm I not think, mistaken, SG3. I, I, I think even like most packed, I think at most it gets like at least not even 63,000 people. Right. There you go. I think that was a good number. I that's think that's the right small. number. That's pretty small. If I'm not mistaken, that's exactly the reason why WrestleMania, got to bring this in there. I know the Dodgers will be happy, but I think that's the reason why WrestleMania has not come back to Illinois is for that simple reason. It doesn't produce 
money. It doesn't produce the amount of people, population that it attracts. So that's the big problem. They want more and they want that attraction. They want that money. So hmm. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else that you do about that? NFL? Uh, no? no, that's all I have right now. All right, guys. that we're excited for the return. That's true. I, I can't Absolutely. wait. Can't Absolutely. wait. More. Come months away. Come months ah, away, man. Stay tuned, fans. Stay yes. tuned, fans. <laughs> All right, guys. Now, jumping into what's been, what's current, what's happening right now in NBA, which is the biggest thing that's been going on for this past week. What a hectic week it was. Fuck so, now, before I jump into the NBA Finals, I do want to congratulate to Candace Parker for being the first woman oh, yes. on a 2K cover. Congratulations, Candace. woo 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 Chicago Sky's own player. You go, girl. You go, girl. So, right, the way, hold on, wait. Go ahead. And, and another one. I know I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything away from her, man. That's awesome that she did. Right. But honestly, finally, also big congratulations to Dirk Nowitzki for being on the cover. Well, right. yes, yes, exactly. So I was also on there, Luke. Luca and Dirk becoming the first Mavs on a 2K cover. Mm-hmm. Dirk is on the Legends cover, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yes. and Kobe. Am I Kobe's right? on there, yes, Legend. Yes. Right, I all three of them? KD. Oh, KD, that's the other one. Wow, KD's a Legend. The fuck? No, he's not in the Legend. Yeah, he is. Oh. Yeah, and now I just remember KD. that. He was looking sideways. Yeah, okay. you're right. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but weird. Legend yeah. for stepping on the line. Thank you, right? Sure. Thank you, Legend for stepping on the line and losing one hundred fifty dollars of my freaking money. You jerk! That is all your fault, jerk. Again, I'm, kids, don't gamble at home, please. I'm right? gonna kill him when I see him in life. No, no, sorry, I didn't see him that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap him silly. That's all I'm gonna do. Anyways, uh, well, congratulations to you guys for sure on that one. Uh, now. Moving on, keeping on Mavs stuff. A lot of things been going on in Mavs. So we obviously we announced already a little earlier that Jason Kidd is the new head coach, which is congratulations to him. He will be coaching Luca and Porzingis. Now there's an issue going on in there with Porzingis and the whole connection with Luca. A little jealousy there, a little issue. How come he couldn't get the ball and all that type of stuff? Whatever. Cuban basically his whole reasoning behind hiring Jason Kidd, stating that. This is the reason why we hired Kid. He's going to give help to Borzingis and let him touch the ball a little bit more. But in my opinion, I think the relationship's over. You can see Porzingis not happy. I don't think he's well-deserving of it. He didn't produce. He, he just doesn't look comfortable there. And he doesn't look like he's trying to connect with anybody. And I don't know if it's maybe Luca having a, like an ego. and But you can tell clearly see he's a friendly guy. So what is it? You know what I mean? It's kind of, we don't know. It's, it's an internal thing. Yeah. I think really they got to figure it out. But again, I think once it, us testosterone kind of plays into play, it's going to be kind of hard to fix a relationship if it's already like this and how it's at right now. If I were to put my two cents on it, I do feel like Luca's attitude could be a problem. Okay. Because I think I've said it earlier on, on, uh, maybe previous shows before too, though, is that. Sometimes, man, when he loses, you know, I feel like he's one of the sore losers in the league. You know, not that they all don't take their loss personally, but I just feel Luca, man, like I think it is his ego. And I feel like he probably I mean, God only knows math players know they know specifically. But what happens in that locker room, Luca's probably speaking whatever language he speaks and cussing them that loud. You know what I mean? Or even in English, you know, so I do feel like his temper could be a problem. Um, Porzingis, I know Porzingis plays with his. 
at least with his, you know, with all of his heart on the floor, I can put it that way. I feel right. like he does. Yeah. And I mean, Luca is not Luca doesn't either, but I just feel like Luca's that type of guy that he's never going to be like he, hard to impress. Hard to impress. Thank put it you. that way. You can yes. hit a three from half court, and he's like, "Hey, man, you could have put some more arc in there." But you know, you know, whatever. You know, I'm Luca. I don't want to pass the phone. You could have passed <laughs> yeah. the other guy. You could have passed it to me, and I would have shot it better. Like, Thank <laughs> you. So, I feel like that's like he is. So yeah, exactly. I agree. So I think <laughs> that's a big issue, and I think, uh, like I said, it's eternal. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. I think really it's all it's it's really what's happening in the locker room, and I think that's what sheds the light. But I mean, yes, you can kind of see it spew a little bit on the field. Yeah. The one thing is that they, you haven't seen them argue or fight with each other on court, so we don't know per se right. really what's happening. But regardless, if there's a lot of people speculating, a lot of people in the locker room or within the crowd, I mean, within the camp that's saying these things, there's something happening for sure for a fact. It's an ego thing right now, so. I just don't think it's gonna. It's a, a thing to mend. I think it's the relationship's over. Mav should look to trade Porzingis and get on with it that page and find somebody else more friendly. Stephen Adams, go with Stephen freaking Adams. Yeah. He would be perfect for Luca. He, he collects the ball. He dives it in. Like just he does his job. And I think that's the type of job that Luca needs right now at the moment. And he's working on his three point. And he's working on his three point. You saw that a little yeah, bit. I did. So I did see that. Yeah. Go for it. I would say he would be perfect for Luca, but. Yeah, leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, going on to NBA Olympics a little bit. Bradley Beal and Kevin Love are now both, both out both. of Team USA. They will not go to Tokyo Olympics. The replacements, to be honest, I don't know if they replaced anybody. Have they replaced anybody? They back? have not replaced anybody. Okay. And as far as I know, they thought about bringing in... Oh, God. No, nah, I just, just spaced out. No. It was a, no, it was somebody to bring in Kevin Love's... It was a center to bring in Kevin Love's position. Really? I don't know about Bradley Beal yet, though. I have not heard anything about Bradley Beal's replacement. Gotcha. But if I think it... Was it... Uh, maybe DeMarcus Cousins? Somebody was trying to come in for a center. Oh, I, I heard DeMarcus Cousins. I maybe, right? Yeah, I, I, I think it was, it was a center, I know for sure, to come in for Kevin Love. But I would say, why not? Like, keep him in shape, at least. Like, the more he sits out... His yeah. body's going to crumble. I think this would actually be good for, you know, DeMarcus and get him up on the court, get him to play a little bit, and then, you know, same, get his, yeah. get warmed up. So that way when season comes in, NBA, he's warmed up. He's not like fresh off the boat type of thing. Yeah, he did pretty good in the in the last year's uh, finishing, finishing with the Clippers. So right. He could, he's, still, he's still got some playing him. Thank you. Now, Olympics only got a couple more games. You yes, know. exactly. Now, moving on to that, of course. Because we got to talk about the NBA Finals. Now, get into the play. I don't know who's going to win right now. The series, of course, is tie, tie, is two, two. Let's put this they way. They both suck. No. <laughs> I'm happy with. I want to add something real quick. You know, to make Zachary's point about they both suck. Mm-hmm. Yo, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. Mm-hmm. Listen to all my Laker fans out there. Mm-hmm. They're listening. If the Suns win. You guys could say, honestly, and, and I mean, for me, hey, I'm cool with it, you know, because this has happened to me before. But personally, I would say, yo, we lost to the best team in the NBA. Who? You say you say that, that the Bucks are the, the best team in the NBA? No, no, no. That, that, honestly, dude, think about it. I mean, I know you're salty as heck because LeBron got out in the first round. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 think about it, though. Like, just think about it. If, if, the, if the Suns go and win it, you can literally say we lost to the oh, best team wow, okay. in the NBA. I guess, yeah. Hmm, I guess so. I guess we have to give them that. That's if, though. It's a big if. That's a big two out of three if right now. So, yes, you are right. <laughs> if that happens, yes. Mm-hmm. 
break yeah, it down. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm be like, it's, let's put it this way. What I like right now, I just, I like the finals. I'm yeah. very intrigued. I'm hyped up. I think this finals is, like I said before, is different. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no, there's no Curry. There's no freaking Draymond. There's no Kate. Well, there, yeah, there's no more KD. There's no freaking Kawhi. There's no LeBron. There's e. no AD. There's yeah. no, there's, who else is on the other side? There's no freaking Kyrie Irving. There's no freaking, uh, Damian Lillard. What's his face? Yeah, the, the other guy. The, yeah, Damian Lillard. Well, not Damian Lillard. I would like to see him in the finals. But, yeah. The other guy. The one that played, uh, with the Houston Beard. Oh, James Harden. James Harden, thank you. Mm-hmm. None of those guys in the damn finals right now. Yeah, Keep them out. Yeah. It's, everybody's freshly new. And in fact, the big humble story that everyone's talking about right now is CP3. They want him to have a title. I want him to have a title. I want Middleton. He's balling out. Yeah. I think he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. I think at, uh, it being at a home, those two last two home games mm-hmm. at freaking Milwaukee, I think really, to be honest, they, they tried a lot of hard in the last game, but that just goes to show where they're going forward. Booker is mad. And I'm going to, I'm going to state eight, this eight, now. And he's this is going to be a bold eight, projection. They, they said he got eight fouls. <laughs> that, that, thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead. So listen, yeah, that he is PO'd. Yeah, he man. has the mama mentality. Uh-oh. He learned from the best. Ooh. And if I'm not mistaken, just like he did LeBron in game in game six, right? Game four, I think, actually. Maybe. Five, maybe. You might be five, right. Game five, four actually. or five. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. One of those two before he literally killed them off. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. He went in. That boy went crazy. That boy went wild within yeah. the first half. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he's PO'd right now. Yeah. I think he's looking to do the same thing. Yeah. He's looking smooth. He's getting back into rhythm. No. The fake, that whole nose issue, I think, is long gone. I don't think he's thinking about it as much. I think that's really out of his mind sight. Mm-hmm. And I think he's ready to shoot out now. He's ready to go hard. Yeah. And especially them going back to Phoenix, that's where I think he's going to shine out real good. So I, I go from there. What do you think I should do? You think it's going to shine out? Because I got I to, gotta, yeah. Bro, I think, I think it's about to shine out, man. There you go. I think he's about to shine out. And you know what, though, man? I'm going to love it when, when Booker wins. But I'm also going to love it when CP3 wins. It just gets all the negativity off his back, dude. Thank you. I agree. Still going to fuck it up. Um, you can't do it again. Wow. No, I'm just laying. <laughs> I'm just laying. No, I like, I have to say, it's a, Devin Booker on the note is he's definitely going to turn up that switch. He has to. Right. He's got to. If he doesn't do it, they're going back to Phoenix. He's going to, he's got to do it. I like the finals, though, so much is because if you look at it, this finals is nobody's good at their opponent's home. The Phoenix is not good in Milwaukee. True. Milwaukee is not good in Phoenix. Right, you notice that. So that being that, this best two out of three series is really going to make a break. It's going to it's gonna show who really wants it more because mm-hmm. either Phoenix is going to go crazy right. on their two out of three because you guys got to think if they go to game seven, it's back in Phoenix. True. So there's going to be one in Milwaukee and one more in Phoenix. And if they keep playing the way they're playing, they're looking at Game 7 in Phoenix. And Phoenix is probably going to win that Game 7. Because they go. got that home point advantage. go there, right? So that, that's why I say it's really going to be interesting in the next two games. because Wait, is this next game in Milwaukee? No, the next game, one is in Phoenix. Game 5 is in Phoenix. And then they go after that, then they go back to Milwaukee. Then back to Milwaukee. And then, like you said. And then, oh, it's, then Game 7 will be in Phoenix. Wow. Okay. That's why it's going to be very, very interesting. Nobody, yeah. they both lost two. You know what I'm saying? Phoenix lost two in Milwaukee. Right. 
So and then, these next two games is going to really play it out real good, just yeah. because it's Milwaukee is going to try to make a statement and try to win in Phoenix. And, and and we're just saying right now that Devin Booker's coming out in Phoenix, going thirty in the first uh, quarter. No, nah. yeah, well, well, possible. I don't know. But hey, I mean, the ball, but I mean, hey, it's going to it's going yeah, well. I think that's really where it's looking at. I'm glad there's really no fighting in there. Yeah. Tucker's doing his job on defensive and not pushing the limit as far as packing a fight. But also, again, Phoenix looks like they're standing packed and they're standing still. They're not letting them get bullied. But I think, uh, I know, it looks good. It looks I love good. I love the series. I'm looks- actually happy with the series without these new I like players. I, I, I have to say I've uh, gained a certain respect for uh, Middleton. No lie, be, yeah. I'm to actually, Middleton for the yeah, Milwaukee he's, Bucks. He's coming up big for Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm very shocked. Yeah. I literally thought he was going to be inconsistent. He didn't look mm-hmm. like that during the fight. During the whole series of the playoffs, it looked like he was really kind of, I'll play good this game, I'll sit back yeah. a little bit in this game. I'll play okay in this game, I'll sit back. So now it looks like with this finals, uh, it's like a CP3 thing. Exactly. That's, you know what, what I mean? that's what I was going to get into too. Yes. I'm here. Yeah. I want to make a statement and I'm going to stay good as possible. You and know, he's, he's, he's kind of saying to CP3, you're not the only vet out here. You know, but what I'm I mean? worried for him because he's, Running on fumes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Middleton, and right? He's yeah. a lot he's running on more fumes than anything. I yeah. think he's facing especially against Phoenix. You got Johnson, you got Craig, you Crowder. got you got Payne, you got freaking mm-hmm. and you got Booker. Like you got four big guy four yeah. players that you would have to defend and they're they're nothing but running. There's yeah. nothing but running down the court. They're, they're fast off the screen break. players, they're off the screen players. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So it's it. It, I'm sorry, but it's gonna show sooner or later. To I'm not Middleton gonna lie to you, dude. Even in that victory, the last game, they, he, looked he, looked, out. he just looked tight. He looked weird, like beat, like stripping sweat. And the and fact I'm that like, he's going bro. from walking out to Phoenix mm-hmm. flying, I yeah. don't know. I'm yeah. worried. I'm worried on that note. But again, I think that's where Middleton will be the big question for Milwaukee going forward mm-hmm. next few games. And that's as far as Phoenix. Really, to be honest, there's really no question on there. Their defense yeah. looks that packed even last game. They kind of look uh, steady going into the fourth quarter. I think I would give the question if 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 okay. Milwaukee can annoy Booker the way they did last game. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Because yes. they, they got under his skin. Right. They made him foul out. He was missing towards the second half. The first he half, was, he was I good. Agree. The second half, you could tell he was annoyed. He was aggravated with the refs. Just like he was just irritated. That Clippers did that in yeah. The, yeah. the first couple games against You know him. what I mean? So if he can bounce back the way he did, exactly like the Clippers, right. then he's good. If he can depend on Chris Paul to be there to help him bail out, right. then yeah, you know, then they're good. Um, yeah, I would say it, Chris Paul is a problem for Phoenix because Chris Paul is doing his best job as a point guard. You know, he's well, staying. There's something wrong with him, though. I'm not going to lie. I think his hand is starting to look kind of fishy. Nah, I'll give you that, yeah. Look kind of fishy there. I so that, I want, yeah. I want it, like, to be okay. I want him to be just fine going forward with that hand. I don't want that hand being and, an issue. And I got to give Chris Paul the props of still running the easiest pick and roll in the NBA Thank history, you. bro. What I have to give him that. The easiest pick and roll that he phenomenal. can do, man. He just literally walks up to the three-point line, like two dribbles, pick and roll. Just oh. boom. Splat. Yes. Just, yes. just so easy. Can't stop that. So. so, I mean, let's put it all in all. Awesome finals. I'm happy with it. I'm happy that it, it no lie, it's the Bucks and the Phoenix Suns because, to be honest, you got pretty much you got Giannis versus Booker. You got these two guys wanting to make a statement for the NBA. You got these two guys who wants to be the new face of the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're the it guys. I mean, you got 
Giannis, a beastly looking dude, swole, jacked, big guy. The Greek freak. And then you got freaking Booker looking like an average Joe. Literally, I'm sorry. He Light skin like flow. An, Light skin flow. Thank you. He looks like an <laughs> average guy. Doesn't uh-huh. have no muscle. Looks per, like just look a lean, length. a lean machine. Thank you. Thank you. He looks like a lean machine uh-huh. going in there. Like he look like he could be bullied a lot, but no lie, he's not. He's doing very well for himself, and I, I, I appreciate that. And I, I'm actually excited to see. Who wins the finals? No lie. Even if it is Milwaukee. It's just, it's a different title to a different team. And I'm happy that it's gotten to this far. And it's, you know, it's teams that are not, like Director Arch say, stacked. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those type of teams. Right. So that's what I'm happy with. So, definitely. Off from there. Uh, SG3, any notes on the NBA finals? So far, no, man. I mean, uh, I think that this is going to be the NBA finals where you're going to see the most fatigued out of everybody. Because their be- their benches are getting depleted, man. There's a lot of injuries out there. You know, everyone seems to bring it up, man. The injuries, the injuries, the injuries. Right. Yeah. So they are. And it's it's gonna be awesome, though, man. At the end of the at the end of the at the end of the night, honestly, you could say whoever whoever wins, it was fought to the end. Yeah. And honestly, except man, for the Lakers, it was home. More, it's great. You know, it, it wasn't one of those like. Ah, you know, you had a superstar. Or, yeah. Oh man, you know the refs. No, no, no. It was a hard fight to to the end. Kept yes. going, did not stop. Yeah. Respect. No, they did. Yeah, agree. Respect on that note. I agree. I love that they tied it. All know. right. Well, that's pretty much ends our in the booth, you guys. That was a good sports show. Uh, any final notes from USC three? Honestly, no, man. I can't even remember what I was going to say anymore. But I just need <laughs> you guys one more time for all the words you guys said to me when I was got when I was out, man. I heard it. I appreciate both of you. The, the director, the list for the producer, the man himself, the myth, the legend, the uh, the, the buck, t- the the chip in between the two. And I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Thank you for taking the time and to to you know to wish me luck when I have my personal endeavors. Really means a lot to me, guys. Um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, hopefully, I'm on. I'm on. You know, I keep going on my streak that I was going on with my continued shows. But life, family comes first, man. Family life comes first. Right. I appreciate you guys once again for your words. Love y'all. Thank you. Subscribe. Subscribe. Talk trash to, to Macri Zachary. You did. You know what, man? I should, I, should have put, I should have put his hair on the line for this season. I'll do it next season, though, for sure. Oh, Thank never. You so much. Never going. I'll go after his hair. Anthony, I'm going to go after your mustache. I'm oh, that nigga. My beard. You can go my beard. Bro, we, we, bro, remember, we still have to talk trash during football season, man. Yeah, we had to look over that. That's we were, true. Hell no. Make some bold we'll predictions. Talk, man. Anyway, though, man. I appreciate both of y'all. I love you, each and every single one of you guys. Once again, thank y'all. Mac, you Zach, your man. Go ahead, man. Say your say, say due diligence. Yeah. It was a great show, guys. I had fun. It was awesome. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Definitely stay tuned. Follow us on every source, everywhere. Just if you see us in public, like I said, just start following us, all right? I <laughs> love you guys. Thank it's you for listening, man. It's yeah. Yes, the distance. Please, please, yeah. please. Six feet. Remember that. It's still in the play, you guys. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Yeah, all right, guys. Well, they got for Joy, Tony the Kid, of course. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No one said it. Tony the Kid, go ahead, man. Say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys. Thank you guys again for joining us in the booth. It is an awesome show. I'm glad to get the show again with my homeboys, my brother from the same mother, Zach the Mac, my brother from another mother, SG3, his family. You know what I'm saying? All blood here. All in all, this has been a heck of a show. I love this show. One one thing it is to get talk about sports with the two guys and really get about it and talk about good stuff. 
Now I know SG uh, SG3 when you weren't with us last last go round, director RJ did his best to fill your shoes. It was good. It was okay. He did his he did his best. He did a good job. But all in all, no one could fill your shoes more than anything. So we're glad to have you back, and we'll keep things going. Of course, you guys follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Well, you be speaking with Zach the Mac. Instagram, you got Tony the Kid going back and forth with you. You got Facebook. Director RJ is on that bad boy there. He's all about that one. So uh, I know Snapchat, SG3, is in the middle of that one. But again, it's a work in progress. You know, you cannot rush perfection. Let's put it that way. Cannot rush it. So go from there. So you guys have yourself a good night. Take care of yourselves. Let's keep up with the NBA Finals. Keep intact. We're going to be on the board. So let's see what happens with the NBA Finals going forward. And uh, we'll hit you guys up another day. Y'all take it easy. Be safe. Peace, y'all. Peace.